What the fuck was that? <laughs> Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Dream Last Night? I'm Janie. And I'm Jess. Hello. <laughs> oh, see, look, now you're laughing more. Now you got all. Good, the countdown really got me going. I know, I wasn't ready for that. Um, yeah, we're trying video out. <laughs> it's an experience, as you can see. <laughs> Should I do hand gestures? And we couldn't stop laughing. And um, our sizes are, our our videos are different, like on most video platforms. Like I'm, in my screen, I'm the person talking, so I'm smaller. And Janie's bigger in my screen, and it's really bothering her that we are not equal size. It's a fact. I don't like it. Like, But we'll adjust, guys. We'll, we'll be okay. Uh, for everyone that's not watching this video, I apologize. I don't even know if this video is going to make it anywhere. Um... <laughs> We're just keeping it spicy. That's like, the theme this year. I, I say like weekly. We're just just keeping it spicy. So now, Hayne, like your video isn't going at all with what you're saying. Like I'm getting all of your hand gestures like 30 seconds later. Perfect. It's, it's good. good on my end. I'm not lagging right now, but we'll see how this goes. We'll, 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 we'll go with it. We are. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I guess we'll have the audio, at least, if the video doesn't work, I hope. <laughs> yep. We shall see. Yeah. So, this is episode 24. Um, <laughs> so, what? So, our video room is entitled, This 24. <laughs> okay, because I have, like, I screwed up somewhere. There was, like, that week that we missed. So, all of my labeling has been completely off. So, I have, like the 23rd episode then I have the second 23rd so then I was like so last week's I had the 24th so that's why I was like this 24 like so I'm trying to not screw it up anymore so I can get back on track like I have us in my head like an episode ahead all the time <laughs> I'm sorry it's stupid it's okay it's okay it, it makes my uh my files are real confusing though just pick a new number. Everyone, we're I just mean, picking new numbers now. I contemplated just skipping 23 one time, just being like, wonder if anyone will notice. Like, just, just fuck it. Like, 23 never happened. Oh, no. Or, it will, like, drive me nuts. That's happened to me. That's happened on, uh, that's probably what happens, actually, when I listen to other podcasts. And if, like, an episode or something's missing, I'm like, where is it? Where to go? Why don't I have access to this? Especially if I'm a Patreon member. I'm like, hold on. But they probably I, just messed up the number. That never occurred to me. Or they tried an episode 24 like this, and they're like, you know what? This is not going to happen. We're not going back to 24. We're just moving on. You just got to move on. <laughs> 25, here we come. Oh, to be 25 again. I mean, we're not that far away from 25. Yeah, but I think a lot's happened between then and now. That's okay. Not bad stuff, but... Actually, I felt like 25 was the first year that I physically felt old, so. I had a quarter-life crisis at 25 and was, like, okay. crying because I was 25 years old. And I asked my sister what she was doing at 25, and she said she was planning a wedding. And I, like, started bawling at the bar on my birthday. Meanwhile, my husband had, like, a ring purchased <laughs> to propose to me in, like, two months. <laughs> oh, dear. 
special. <laughs> so you um, do not want to go back to 25. I don't. I'm, I'm real content here. I'm excited for 30s. Like, I'm, I want to be 30. I want to do, like, I want to be that, like, person that has, like, does something really fun for their birthday. That sounded really weird. But, like, I want to go out. Like, I want to go all out. I mean, I guess right, I was at noted. the beach. Yeah, Trevor. Well, Trevor's all already in the doghouse for my last birthday. He didn't get me a card. My house. <laughs> we went to the beach. So. <clears throat> we did. <clears throat> it was good. It was good. Yes. So what do you got for us this week? All right. So. Well, what happened? I had to fix my screen. Oh, okay. Um. So this is like a weird like an odd dream to me. Um, okay. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like, it, it's a little unsettling, but it didn't make me feel unsettled, but I guess I'll just explain that like afterwards. Okay. So um, I was at my grandma's house. Like a lot of my dreams take place and I'm there with my sister and my mom and my grandma and somebody killed someone. And we had to keep it a secret. So I was sitting at like the dining room table there. And my grandma was like, are you going to be able to like be okay with this secret? Like for the rest of your life. And I was like, well, like, I guess I'm, I'm, I have to be right. Like I didn't have any other choice. Mm-hmm. So, um, next, like in, in this dream, by the way, too, I feel like I jump a lot. Like I kind of like jump to like the next scene, like there's no transition. So mm-hmm. just put that warning in there. Um, so next it was like the day before that my pap was going to pass away. And like we all knew he was going to pass away and he knew it as well. So in my dream, he wanted to go get drunk and go to the beach for his last day. And I was like, dude, I feel that. Like, let's go. Let's go party at the beach. Like, why the hell not? Um, so we did that. Um, we were just drunk and having fun at the beach. And I recall like being at the beach and everything in my dream. But then like the scene switches again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next it switched and it was my dad that was going to be passing. We made plans to go get food at Dino's, which was, which is a restaurant around here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in my dream, it wasn't actually Dino's and there were two like right next to each other, like, like right down the road from each other. And we went to the smaller one, but this was, it was like a salad bar place. Mm-hmm. And I got these two salads. I don't know why I got two salads, but I did. And it was kind of like, it reminded me of like the food court at the mall. Like it was like a little like slide your tray, pick your salads out. Here you go. Go find a table. Um, so I sat down this one lady um, and like, I don't know really like who this lady like I was with, but like I clearly knew her in my dream, but mm-hmm. um, and we were worried that we didn't get a big enough table. So my parents come and they sit down and they're like, well, what are you going to do with your Friday nights now that you won't be working them? And I'm like, what? I'll probably get another job in my like whole life. Like I've always worked Friday nights. I think like it's just been my like thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. It's not weird for me to be working on the weekend. So that's why I felt like, I guess in my dream that like I was doing something different. I wasn't going to be working Fridays. And I was like, well, no, I'm going to go get a job. So I like, I, so I am working. (sighs) Clearly I don't know how to relax. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, and so then my dad tells me, he's like, Janie, I'm not going away like you think. I'm going back to work on the fishing boat um, so I could be sending you money for your education. He's like, I just really need you to focus on your education right now. And I'm like, why? I was like, don't go. Like, I can do like my education stuff without you going back to work on the fishing boat. Like, mm-hmm. um, um, so like I didn't get an answer from him about going. So then like the scene jumps again and I'm at my house and like, this is like one of my like few dreams that actually take place in the house that I'm living at now. Mm-hmm. So I'm back there. Yeah, because um, I just had another one recently, too, um, that I was going to talk about that one. But I was like, I feel like I need to do this one first before Most I talk about the next one. don't take place in my house now, actually, either. No, I'm, I'm like always. They're mostly in my childhood home. Yeah, or just like, I don't know. I'm never. I guess. So I'm back at my house. Um, I lost my spot here. Uh, I'm home alone and I have like Mocha and Prancer and Merle with me, like my two dogs and my cat. And there's this lady standing at the end of my like uh, walkway to the road. And she's standing there with her dog, just like staring at my house. And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, what is going on? So finally she comes up and she knocks and I debated on like answering the door, um, which I never answer the door. If I'm home, by the way, I'm like, no, like you call me first and let me know you're coming. If I don't know you're coming. No, no. Yeah. Um, so I answer the door and she's like, I just want to ex- express my condolences to you about Prancer. I was very close to the lady at the adoption place and she told me about her passing. Uh, and I just started crying in my dream. Like I was just like bawling my eyes out. And I was like, this is my dog. Like, why is this lady so upset? Like, I got, like, pissed off, like, that she came to my house. Mm -hmm. I was like, I lost my dog. And she was standing, like, in my living room now. Like, she was in my house. And she was, like, just offering to help me with whatever I needed, like, during this time. And then I woke up. That's, That's pretty heavy. So, yes, it is. Like, it definitely was a lot. And it's, like... No one ended up, like, dying in my dream until, like, my dog did, I guess. But, like, I was with my dog, and then the dog, I, I, then I, I wasn't with the dog. It was just, like, I kept, like, jumping, like, scenes. Yeah, it was, like, this fear of people leaving or, or dying, I guess. But, um, yeah, you're right. Like, nobody really did until the end when you woke up. Yeah, and emotion like made you wake up maybe it could have been um yeah now I'm trying to think like if I actually woke up or if that's like all I remembered I feel like the way the dream ended then I woke up and then I don't but I don't know that that's where my where it cuts off you're right yeah so I'm not 100% sure about that um so I know I've talked about I guess like death in dreams doesn't scare me as much anymore after like researching about it and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why I said that like, this didn't put me off like unsettling or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, because like death doesn't mean death in dreams. Right. Um, so 
I don't know if I've talked about like someone else dying in your dreams though. Like I know that we've talked about like you dying yourself in dreams some, which like right. just means like um like new changes could be occurring some like you're moving on to a different stage in your life. Um but to dream that someone else dies like in your dream, yeah. uh it could symbolize a change in your relationship with them. Or you could also be like your feelings for them have like have died, like your feelings are like dead for them. Ew. Um, which I felt like that, like I thought, like I like this isn't like towards my dream because like that doesn't right. make any sense for me. But like I just thought like about like people like ending relationships or something. Yeah, like if you dreamt about it that way. Um, do 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 do. Also. Uh, if it's a certain loved one, it could mean that you're lacking a quality that they that they have and that you like want to have. Mm. So you could think of what like makes them special and like what you want to do to be more like them. Mm. Um, and then I looked into what the dreaming of like like a pet would be like you're like a dog dying, like to see if it would be like the same thing as like a human because I feel like that was the only one that like really like died in my dream. And I was gonna say, like, upset you because that you're so close, like, with animals. And so, yeah, because like, that, that was, but like, like, wake up. Well, like, I feel like my pap didn't really die in my dream. My dad wasn't dying; he was just going to work on a fishing boat to give me money. And then the only one that like seemed to be real was like the dog. But like, the dog was with me at the beginning until that lady knocked on my door. Yeah, that's kind of um, eerie to you, like that lady. Yeah. Yeah, like, she was just staring at my house, too. And it was like, she was debating whether or not to come in. And I was like, dude, like, what, like, what are you doing? Shoot mm-hmm. you. Um, so I looked into the meaning about the animals. And it basically has, like, the same meaning that, like, something's ended and something, like, new is beginning. Uh, was, like, it was kind of the like basic, like, followed the same basic line. Which makes sense to me. Right. Um. So I wanted to also, so I got, I was on dreammoods.com and paulculture.com. And I know that um, on Paul Culture, they had Lowenberg. That's who they were like interviewing about this. And I know that I've talked about her before. Mm-hmm. And I really, and I can't remember what episode. I didn't go back and like look, but I definitely have notes with her. And I really like her. She's a dream like analysis, like, mm-hmm. um, so she just had like these two quotes in there I really liked. And it was um, in the article, she said, ultimately, the dreamer gets to decide what the dream means. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really goes with what we always say. Right. Like how you're the best one to like decipher your dreams. Right. Right. Um, also, she says, like, no dream is random and every detail matters. Mm-hmm. I like that one, too. Yeah. Um. Good. Yeah, I think. Well, even like the randomness, the dream can be random, but it's like there's your mind's doing something with it. I feel like yes, it's like processing or information dumping or. Um, did you watch that Netflix documentary? Yet? I haven't watched it yet. We've been busy like rearranging it's okay. they, our um, house it's and everything. Definitely. It's like a twenty or thirty minute episode, but um. At one point, they go over. This is um, last episode. I talked about this a little bit. If you didn't cool. catch that episode, um, 
on Netflix called The Mind or Explained. If you've watched those series, it's called The Mind. But um, and this one's like on dreams. So naturally, I was obsessed. And um, they <laughs> there's one part where they did a study on mice, and they I, and this always like fascinates me how they like study the brain of mice and like dreams of mice. Like, how do you even do that? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like little electrodes on their like little tiny brain, but um and they also in basically they noticed that the mice like go through the maze patterns like in their sleep. And then there was another one done with birds and that there's a certain species of bird has to like learn their own unique song for breeding in that they initially start off with like a really wide range of like notes and and whatnot and then they try to like cut it down to what sounds like pretty and cohesive and it's something about through like the dreaming process it's almost like you're troubleshooting and playing out different solutions in your dreams to help you in your everyday life because when you're dreaming you use your I think it's your frontal cortex of your brain less, like the logic part of your brain less and your like emotion um, more, I think. I hope I'm not getting that backwards. And now I need to rewatch it. But essentially you're not restricted by um, the same like logic and like worries and constraints of like real life. In your brain, like when you're dreaming, you can play out a bunch of different scenarios and and um, because you're not like constricted to real world fears and like outcomes and consequences. Okay, so the last quote that I want to bring up about Lowenberg, um, she said, dreams are brut- brutally honest. They don't sugarcoat anything. Uh, when a dream is unsettling, it's connected to something in our life. That's unsettling. Dreams to help you express express emotions and deal with them. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. I think that's a big part of my theory and dream, like processing. Yes. Like what they are and everything. Yeah. So what do you got for us today? So my dream is like, usually we can find some kind of connection. I don't think I can make any connection. We're really not going to find one with this one. No, no. It's kind of probably a good thing. Um, so for mine, um, mine of naturally is a, a, a work dream setting in the, in the work setting, of course. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of... Um, there's there's always there's common themes in my dreams always. So for at my job in real life, um we have like extra like an extra person come in on Saturday mornings sometimes to help out like as overtime. Um so in my dream I was the extra person helping out at the hospital that day. Um in the hospital that I was at, like the setting in my dream was not the hospital I work at currently. Um so I'm not really sure it was almost like this, like, like a very old school hospital or like Harry Potter, like Hogwarts vibes is what I got walking through the halls a little bit. 
It was not magical, but <laughs> definitely was not the hospital I work at. And um, so I was um, trying, you know, like how my job works. Usually I have like a list of, of people, like patients I need to go around on and see. So I only had like, I guess it was a slower day and I only had like three or four people I had to see, but I could not find my list like for the life of me. So I spent like all morning trying to figure out like who I was supposed to see and where they were at. But I was like trying to play it cool. So I didn't want to tell my coworker that. So she like texts me and is like, Hey, do you want to, you know, get some lunch? And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And usually when you do that at work, you know, you're like pretty caught up from the morning. That's a good time to take a break. Well, I didn't even like see any of my people, but I was like, yeah, sure. So a lot of times at the hospital, there's um, like a provider or physician's lounge where you can go get lunch and um, it's like offered you through the hospital. There's like lunch out there and just you don't need to pay for it, um, which is nice. So mm-hmm. um, we go in the lounge and there was no food there. And it was like we couldn't find where like, is this like the wrong lounge? So then we kept like going between rooms to like find the food and we couldn't find it. So then we went to this like little cafeteria almost that connected to the lounge and they were serving to go boxes that you had to pay for. And there were quesadillas, but there was only like a few of them in this like warm, like hut almost. There's our connection because my salad was in a to go box. There you go. All right. We can always, we can always find that connection. (laughs) So, um, and there were other couple people who, I work with in real life, like who are on different services, but people I frequently see at lunch. So I, we snagged this quesadilla to go box. I don't remember <laughs> eating it in my dream, which I'm super sad about because I could crush a quesadilla right now. But <laughs> so I don't know if it was good. So then I guess I, I magically found my list and um, finally got to go like uh, to go see my patients. And I was like walking around different hallways and floors, like trying to find the right like unit and room. And I just couldn't get there. And I kept taking wrong elevators and stairwells. And I think this is why it reminded me of Harry Potter. Cause you know, like the staircases change. Yeah. 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 But like, again, it didn't, it looked like a hospital. Um, but so one staircase I took, um, led me to an outside area and I was like, oh shoot, it was almost like a little courtyard. And then there were big like marble steps like a staircase leading like back up into the entrance, like from the outside, almost like a, a side entrance or something to a hospital. So, mm-hmm. um, and then surrounding the, that marble staircase on either side was these like decorative, like boulders, I guess, if you could picture rocks and boulders, like what you would see on like a hiking trail that you would like climb up. Um, so I wanted to go up the stairwell to get back in the hospital, but it was like really busy and I couldn't, I couldn't like find the room to get up there. So I was like, well, I'm going to climb up these boulders. <laughs> so I was like climbing up them and then I kept, other people were doing it too, but they were taking like this easy route and I kept like struggling and taking like the weird hard ways, almost like when you go up like a rock <laughs> wall and like, if you take yeah. an impossible route you're like, ah, oh, shit. Um, so I guess I finally made it up there. Um, and made it back up into the hospital, but then I took another wrong turn and I ended up outside the hospital again. And this time it was like outside in like a big park, like area. 
Um, I guess I just said screwed at this point about working. <laughs> but, so I was in this park. And then you were I, just the extra person. It's okay. I, guess I just said like, screw it. It's not my day. I <laughs> um, hope they're fine though. But um, so there were a lot of people like kind of walking around and then almost the area looking back on it kind of reminds me of um, Idlewild Park, which is this park, this like amusement park where we're from. Um, mm-hmm. And, but it's kind of like a little more, nature like it's in the middle of um kind of like a mountainy country type area and there's like a lot of trees around so it's not like a lot of the amusement parks you see like in the middle of a city or an urban setting um yeah it's like a small park yeah I actually really miss that park so um because I'm it's still there I'm just not there (laughs) so um that's kind of like what it reminded me of and like the little there was like a little food hut, like a concession stand. Actually sounds like a sweet park. I wish it was real. So as I'm like walking through this park area, um, I see a lot of different people, but the only person I recognized was Will Smith, <laughs> the actor. And I'm like, oh, like there's Will Smith. But he looked like um, how he does in that scene of the movie Hitch where he has an allergic reaction. So yes. his like, lips are really puffy and he just looks like super swollen. So that's how he looked in my dream. So maybe he was one of my patients. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, and his wife was with him, but it wasn't his wife, I guess now ex-wife in real life. I don't know, like, who his wife was in the dream. And um, I asked him if we could take a picture together. I got divorced. Uh, yeah, they're, like, separated or divorced, I think. Um, I don't know why I know that. But <laughs> so um, I asked him if we could take a picture, like a selfie together. And he said, sure, but he had to use his phone. Um, like instead of mine and I was like oh that's that's weird like how am I going to get the picture like I'm thinking this in my head in my dream not out loud how am I going to get the picture and then I was like oh my god he's going to have to text it to me so then I'm going to have freaking Will Smith's number Um, and he was like super nice the whole time and when we kept trying to take the picture I couldn't get it in camera mode like I kept it would only stay in video mode um, but he wasn't like getting frustrated with me. He was just like laughing. Like he had all the time in the world, just chilling in that park, like <laughs> living his best life. Um, and then I was like, man, like I'm such a fan. Like me and my brother have always loved you growing up. Cause we both, we're both like Will Smith fans. Um, uh-huh. but I was like really nervous and all I could think about, I was trying to like tell him like all the works, like his movies and everything that I like of his. And the only thing I could think about was we loved you in men in black. And for some reason, I was, like, really embarrassed by that. Um, (laughs) And then, and, like, as I was, like, laughing and feeling embarrassed about that, we, like, turn around and we see these three big animals, like, like, what you'd see out in the wilderness, like, buffalo, um, like, big animals just, like, roaming around this park, like, grazing. And then they started fighting each other, like what you'd see in the National Geographic video. And then one of those animals was a big grizzly bear. And then he started to charge at me. So I was like, oh, you know, help. And I like yelled and I <laughs> I jumped on his wife, Will Smith's wife's back in the dream and like used her as a human shield because <laughs> she was really tall. And then that's all I remember. I either woke up or I was killed by a grizzly bear. <laughs> 
And I never got Will Smith's number. I wish I had like an actual number in my dream. And I would see like call it in real life and see who it was. Just to be like, hey. Yeah. I dreamt of your number. I feel like we're connected. Hey, is this Will? Will Um, Smith, what's up? Can I get some tickets to your next movie when Corona's not a thing? Right? He was so nice, though. I wish it was. Listen, I feel like Will Smith, like, I love him, too. And I I always, like, there's not a movie of his, like, I haven't liked. Yeah, just a feel-good, feel-good. And I, yeah, and I feel like he would be just so nice. Like, I really hope he's like that. I I was like, man, he's just, like, going to text me. Because, you know, when, like, someone takes a picture on their phone they're like I'll just send it to me so I was like oh my god he's just gonna like send it to me (laughs) he's just gonna text me uh if anybody has other thoughts on Will Smith and if you met him and he's not like how I picture him please don't tell me please don't keep perfect Will Smith in my mind yeah yeah (laughs) it's the last thing we need in today's day and age (laughs) my my emotional spirit can't take that right now um so don't know (laughs) Yeah, so I have, like, no great insight into this dream, except I was ridden with anxiety, apparently, um, <laughs> in every way possible, like, between not being able to, like, put my phone in camera mode to not being able to find my patients, not being able to find my list, not getting to the floor, and I have this really freaking weird obsession, like, I'm starting to get concerned at this point, why I have so many levels and, like, floors in my head. Like, in my dreams. My dreams always yeah. revolve me around, like, getting to, like, that floor, and I can't get there. And the most obvious thing I compare that to in real life is, like, I'm trying – I want to, like, move up the ladder, or it's, like, I want this great promotion that I'm not getting, but I don't, like, really feel that. <laughs> maybe it is a deeper – maybe it's something I'm, I'm like, repressing. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm – maybe I'm – because I, I will say this, I feel like for a lot of my, I don't know about life, I feel like naturally in life you're thinking like, what's the next step? Or like, what am I going to ascend to? Or is like this it for like the rest of my life? And I guess I do think about that a lot. Like, man, is this like my my job? Like, is this what I'm doing for the next <laughs> 20, 30, 40 years? Um, God willing. and. So, and then other parts of me is like, you know, sometimes I, maybe I should do something less stressful and just like a real chill job, like totally off the grid. Like Cam and I were talking about opening an, opening a bakery, like nothing to do with my current profession or my degree. Uh-huh. <laughs> so maybe that's like my subconscious, like trying to work through that. Those like wanting to ex- excel and grow in my career versus like just totally saying screw it and changing gears completely yeah I feel like I have that too like constantly I think that's like a natural thought yeah right like as a as a human and you know we thrive on like having purpose and and whatnot in life and like what's what's the meaning and you know get all philosophical with it especially at our age really at any age I think unless you're like gearing up for retirement yeah, which then I feel like you're. Uh, I'm thinking, uh, what do I do with retirement? So it's probably exactly yeah. like I'd be like having anxiety dreams, like what am I going to do with my time now? Like, right. um, I was looking up something. Hold on, hold on. 
I mean, grizzly bear. That might be no. Will Smith. <laughs> no, no, this is a stupid one, but I don't want to say it until I have the. I kept going on to this one website, but it kept like popping up and like it definitely. Uh, I feel like I probably just got a virus. <laughs> and I, so then I decided to exit out and I decided to try the same website again. And it definitely came up the same. And I kind of want to try it a third time because it had what I want. Oh, God, there's so many weird things. It's, I'm just so into this. Um, I want this. I mean, I guess I'll just do this one. Let's see what happens here. All right. Let's talk about bears because fuck what I was trying to look. I just wanted to be like, I was just being weird and looking up food container. Um, just because. And don't look it up. I don't I don't want anyone else to get viruses on their computer. If there's <laughs> not an episode next week, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few different sources about this this bear, but I want to go back to our, our you know, our typical source. Um Antiflow. Antiflow. Um always there. Really, bear attacks are quite common in dreams. This is I think the first dream I've ever had about a bear attack from what I remember. Um yeah, uh, there was this other dream podcast that talked about a bear attack, and then Bobby sent us that dream mm-hmm. with right. a bear. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Okay, I, this out. I just want to read, because this is, like, actually very symbolic. Um, ha, okay. So... Um, so according to antiflow, um, dot com, which is one of our favorite sources, <laughs> um, in dream psychology terms, the bear is a representation of, um, a passive mother figure, according to Freud. I didn't care about that one. Um, you don't like Freud. I think Freud is like extremely far-fetched, um, so and I, th- there's probably some kind of meeting there, especially because I'm hired, I'm hiding behind Will Smith's wife. So there's probably some kind of, like <laughs> deep connection there. Maybe my like, my fear to be a mother, like when contemplation, when to be a mother, am I going to be a good mother? So that's probably all kinds of deep emotional connection there. But um, bears generally are a symbol of either connection, existence, happiness, enemies, and avoidance. I feel like that's very broad. But um, running away from a bear attacking you in terms of a dream can be connected to avoidance. And um, this is interesting because, you know, when a bear attacks you in a dream, it represents danger to the symbols mentioned, which was, includes being happy, avoiding problems, and connecting with others. Um, so kind of piecing that together, you know, it's, um, kind of professionally, you know, I think about that like a lot, you know, is my job bring me too much stress? Is it impeding with like my life outside of my work? Do I focus too much into my work and not enough on things outside of it? Does it impede my relationships, etc.? So, um, it's incredibly appropriate. Yes. Um, and I don't think that's like a, a stretch either. I think like 
sometimes you read this symbol and I think some of them are very far fetched, but it, this was interesting to me because it seems like the, like the grizzly bear through different cultures, like native American culture. I think it's just one of those symbols that's like very um, strong and important, like through several different like cultures and whatnot. So for me to like read, we'll say a food container and try to make like a very deep connection. It's like, nah, <laughs> but I feel like the bear in, this symbol of a bear is like very well kind of like known and understood through different realms. Every detail matters. Yes. Um, a couple <laughs> others, exactly. A couple other sources. And it's, I, you know, and I apologize guys. It's probably sometimes annoying to hear us, to hear me stutter through this part. But for me, um, I like making the connection sometimes on the fly with the symbolism because I go into it. Like thinking, for example, like I said, you know, how random it kind of was. And then I end up making this deep connection. <laughs> I like, I just enjoy how we are opposite too. with like, you're like, we have no connections in our dreams. You said food container, like food containers. Cause I just love like little shits That's like right. that in my dream. I'm like, well, why did, why was there a food container there? Like, what did it do? Like, yeah, what, I'm trying to, what does that mean? I'm trying to make those. I pay attention to those details now a lot more. Like before I just would have said, you know, I'm working at a hospital, but I'm like, no, that, that wasn't my hospital. Like the actual setting was not a hospital that I have worked in. So like, where was I actually, you know? And um, Uh so it is interesting to really try to break down those details. Um, Let's see. Um, there are a couple other sources that said a bear is a symbol of power and strength. Um, a grizzly bear means that you are able to face your biggest fears. Um, and I hid behind somebody, so <laughs> apparently I don't, I don't think I am. <laughs> um, and for me, I think it would be things like failure or, or leaving the unfamiliar, leaving the familiar. So if I did say like screw it to what I thought was my like forever career. So um yeah. I like that. <clears throat> so um let's see. Oh, and that was from um dreamingandsleeping.com, which is just a funny name to me. <laughs> but I like their interpretation. Um, and then another source, tr- trustedpsychicmediums.com, says a bear represents your personal strength, independence, and power. Um, so, you know, it's it's like I'm hiding from that, you know, and I'm just thinking like trying to be independent and um, yeah, so, because I've always been a person to kind of define myself with my like accomplishments and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty heavy stuff there, guys. It's a heavy episode. There you go. Just from that one <laughs> snippet at the end. And you don't know if you survived. I mean, if you died, then, like, you took Will Smith's uh, wife I down. Know. Like, I know. I mean, Will Smith probably died, too. Or he might have killed it. That would be true, like, Will Smith fashion. I feel like, yeah, no, he's been in enough action movies. He can take a bear on. Yeah. I have faith in that. And I don't even know where that bear would have came from. Like, I don't even know. Who knows? I could have seen her on TV or a movie. This was several months ago Maybe. now. This was like six months ago, this dream. So. <laughs> so. 
I'll see if I dream about bears anymore. Interesting. Yeah, that's it, guys. Now that you know way too much about my um, personal dilemmas, (laughs) but I'm sure, (laughs) again, you know, just the year we had, it's, I think, natural. I feel like it's impossible not to get personal on a podcast like this. Yeah, you guys, I mean, dreams are very personal things when you break them down like this, but, you know, I Uh I want to make those connections because otherwise I'm just sitting here rambling, and if you're a cynic like me, um, when it comes to like Freudian dream interpretation or just dream interpretation <laughs> in general, when you make these connections, it really can give you insight, as you always say, I think into your uh, emotional health and concerns and anxieties and, you know, where are you exhausting your efforts and your energies? And that's something like, since I had that dream, not because of that dream, but, you know, I had that dream probably six months ago. And I've really made an effort to try to refocus those energies like in a more balanced way in my life. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, every week's different, but. (laughs) I feel like uh, your outlook on dreams already has changed Mm -hmm. so much from the beginning. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so. So there you go. Maybe I'll, maybe my career change will be, maybe I'll leave cardiology and go into neuropsychology to further explore dreams. I'll be so jealous. Or become like a psychic medium. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Or a baker. Whoa, whoa. We are all over the place. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder like what I'll be doing like my next chapter. Yeah, you know, I just it's just that's the exciting part about life, but also terrifying. And that's something for me like I always figure when I graduated college like boom I just like wanted to be I thought that was just kind of it yeah like I was gonna do have this career and then that was and you know I never really thought about how what that would mean and how that would change with life (laughs) Mm -hmm. so stay tuned guys whenever our pocket (laughs) podcast is a decade old (laughs) when we're going on tour (laughs) we'll see uh I mean, that sounds about right. I feel like it would take us a good 10 years. And I'm a world-renowned neuropsychologist <laughs> or psychic. Or am I in that? I'm we, we just have, along for the ride. No, no, we have our own TV show. <laughs> oh, man. Well, considering that we started, guys, also, I have no clue how the fuck this episode turned out. So, <laughs> because we started recording with video, it sucked. So we ended it, and instead of re-recording, I was like, we're just going to save it, and I'll just try yeah. to put them both together. We're going to try to, or else we'll have, like, a part one and a part two, maybe. Well, I mean, I could definitely put them together. You just might be able to tell where shit went sour, yeah. and then shit gets better. Okay, so maybe no TV show, but <laughs> radio show. I mean, if we're... I, I mean, I feel like either one of those, I need more training, and someone's going to have to teach me. Oh, yeah, me. I said over a decade. True, true, yeah, true. Fine. I keep thinking. I'm like, I gotta learn this tomorrow. I'll be planning my 40th birthday then. You know, woo, woo. Like a team of producers and you know editing and oh, we're we're fancy. I'm gonna people. have like interns and stuff by then. Yeah, I probably oh, okay. not, and we can have like a sidekick on hand, you know, to help us with this interpretation. Oh, I'm all about sidekick. We we, we, we will have Auntie Flo herself. <laughs> Auntie Flo. <laughs> We love you. 
That was just such a random find, and we just always go back to her. I, know. I just think the website brings me peace. Brings, guys, if you've not done antiflow.com, you just need to look at it and just, it's just like these beautiful pinks and purples. And it's, it's just A U N T Y F L O dot com. Yep. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> yep. Thank you, guys. Um, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WTF Did I Dream Last Night. Send us your personal dreams so we can do our dream mail episodes at WTF Did I Dream Last Night at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to see some choppy videos and support us so maybe we can try to do better videos, <laughs> you can support the show on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for listening, and until next time, happy dreaming! Bye!